0: Welcome to Women & Manufacturing, where accomplished women interview accomplished women, with your host, Nicole Walter. Welcome to WAM, Women & Manufacturing Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Walter, President and CEO of HM Manufacturing, and your host for today's episode. Uh, I have the pleasure of having Amanda Dunlap, who is President of Abrasive West. And uh, she's actually in my office today. We, uh, we just got done having a little bit of a, of a woman's empowerment meeting. Um, I, I, we call it our forum, right? I, we're still trying to figure out what our name is. But I'm super excited to have her here. Uh, she's got a breadth of knowledge. She is super sharp. She's witty. And um, to me, she is, is one of a mentor of mine. She's just so smart and great. So welcome, Amanda. Oh, thank you, Nicole. Happy to be here. Great. Um, so, tell us about what Abrasive West
1: is. So, Abrasive West, we are a um, small, high-precision grinding manufacturer based out in um, Bartlett, Illinois. We've uh, been there since 2007. Wow. And uh, we broke off from a larger company in 2007 with um, an established product line and of um, that mainly serves the uh, medical market. It's a component for um, surgical. Um, handheld, in robotic instruments.
0: That's so, new. Yes. Yeah. I'm so used to, like, my components with pulleys and gears, and so this is a, a nice breakaway from what I'm used to. Yes, we're in a highly um,
1: niched market.
0: That, that's the best. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so second generation. Third. Oh, third. Yeah. Okay, so explain that. So um, my grandfather
1: w- had a tool-and-die company, okay. and um, my father apprenticed under him, and uh, after so many years and getting married, and he had two kids and was working 80 hours a week, he um, went to his dad and said, Dad, I need to make more. And Dad said, in true German form, this is this is how it is. And so my father um, went to the bank and got a loan and started his own company
0: right down the street
1: um, from his dad. And uh, once they started speaking again about six months later... <laughs>
0: those Germans
1: are stubborn. Uh-huh. They yes. hold grudges. We are, we are. Yep. Um, but no. So uh, 76. Um, Ken started abrasive form and uh, built that up. And this was um, the the product line that we manufacture um, was a product line that was produced there, and um, we broke it off in in 2007 into a standalone. That's
0: right. Well, it's so funny because you said, you know, in your bio, I didn't read it, but um, it'll be available for people to read that you grew up with the smell of coolant and it's always been home to her. Yes.
1: So um, it it really is. I, I walk in the shop in the morning and the first thing I do is take a, take a deep breath and I smell the coolant and I know that I'm home. I just you know, going into to um, visit grandma and grandpa growing up, um, the smell of coolant coming home from a day's work on dad's clothing. Yeah. It's just always been part
0: of my world, and, and I
1: equate that with the smell of just home.
0: I think that's so funny because I used to complain about the smell. And my dad put it to me very accurately that uh, if you don't smell like this, you're not making money. So yeah, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, you know what? Then yeah. this is perfume. This is a good way to smell It could like. also be, yes, the smell of money. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you get involved then? Like, how did this come about being president? And, and how did you, when did you? Oh, you know, I've, I've
1: always known I've always had an interest in um, in getting involved with the business. Um, my dad and I were very close growing up. He had two daughters. Um, I was the I was essentially the son. Um, you know, dad and I did a lot of sports together. He was a big runner and um, different, you know, tennis and whatnot. And I would do everything with him um, on that aspect that I could. And uh, you know, he he I'd go into the office with him when he'd go in on the weekends. And I loved um, exploring all the different. Departments of the of the company from the you know engineering and purchasing and um, you know once I was in uh, college I'd come home for summers and work in the um, you know I'd usually work in the office somewhere okay and as conversations continued about me getting involved um, yeah I came home I, you know I said dad had asked if I was going to work in the shop again um, that summer and I said, yeah I said but if I'm gonna, if I'm serious about getting involved in this, I need to, I need to experience the other side of the shop doors. So, awesome. you know, put me out in the shop somewhere, c- cleaning coolant tanks, sweeping floors, whatever, you know, whatever, wherever you guys want to put me. But I just felt like I needed to get out there and experience life um, out on the floor and and have a better understanding of of what that all entails. And um, they did actually put me on a grinding machine oh wow and um you know i I quickly developed an appreciation for what these operators do um day in and day out i very all quickly also learned that i'm i do not make a good machine operator (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot of standing well it wasn't the standing it was the repetitive nature Mm. of the work that is just not in line with my personality um you know now as president i small company I wear many many hats yeah and I actually I really thrive off of that environment and getting to know and really deeply understand all the different areas of my business but but it I I do very much appreciate what it takes and and that those guys you know we can't do what we do without the guys running the machines amen to that I would definitely agree yeah you know my our our Myself, my, my general manager, our job is to make sure our operators have what they need when they need it so they can do their work because that's how we take care of our customers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then, so then you started. You did operations. So I um, did operations, and,
1: um, you know, fast, in uh, 99, I took over uh, managing the inventory and uh, was literally handed a, a pad of paper with tick marks. Um, indicating how many pieces were in stock of, uh, of each insert and with you know 15 sizes and two materials and five different tooth patterns that you know branches out to be hundreds of parts yeah and so I got that um all you know built into a computer system and um you know started backing up the salesperson for the for the inserts okay and uh You know, it it just sort of grew from there, and then in 2007 was when we actually made the switch to break that off um, from the other company and And became Abrasive West. Yep. All right. Became Abrasive West. Funny story about that is I was living in Colorado at the time. Okay. And originally our intention was to move the machines out to Colorado. (laughs) And. um, (laughs) And you're
0: in Bartlett. Yes.
1: Well, it ended up, you know, we, we have such a, um, a strong network here um, for, you know, keeping these, these machines running, and we have um, such an incredible established workforce that, um, you know, that, that's not, those aren't things to be taken lightly right. in this in this business, um, you know, so uh, when you have people that, we have one operator who retired a year and a half ago who actually worked at my grandfather's tool and die company, then at my father's company, and then for me. Wow! He worked for my family for all told forty-four years. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, he was. That's he, loyalty, and he had some great stories from back in the day. Now, from your grandpa too, I can imagine. Yes, I think more so from my dad. Oh, <laughs> from <Ken>. yes, <laughs> yes, no. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, and that just speaks to um, you know the the family that I grew up in and the way that they the company um, culture do right support their employees. Yeah, and, and you know we take care of our employees. We've got to take care of each other. We take care of them; they take care of us. Everyone wins, especially our customers.
0: Absolutely, that's great. So how is Abrasive West going? Because I know we just talked about you
1: just added a second shift. We did. Okay. So, um, you know, 2017 was a great year. We had a nice 20% increase. Um, 2018 is exploding. We're, we've are we increased by about 70% so far this year and have uh, – What are you doing? How are you doing a Tell us the secret. Oh, no, it's in the secret sauce. <laughs> um, but uh, no, our, our existing customer base is um, is experiencing tremendous growth. Okay. And, um, oh, because it's a lot of medical, right? The robotics. Yeah. And, yep. Yep, yep, right. yep. We're seeing a lot of that come from the robotics. Um, a lot of that growth coming from the robotics side. Okay. Um, and uh, so we're at about. I think I already said we're at about a 70% growth for the year, and in order to continue. Um, delivering on time to our customers, we needed to um, add a second shift. So we had uh, three new operators uh, start yesterday. As a matter of fact, and wow. um, it's it's very exciting. We're finally in the double digits for number of employees. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so, uh,
0: Hats off to you. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: So you know, it's 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 all it's mostly exciting stuff. There's you know, ripples that. I'm sure we'll come um, from adding that, but we'll we'll take them as they come. Yeah,
0: yeah. got to we'll update that handbook, we'll policies, procedures, yeah. yes, all yes. those
1: good things. All of that, yeah. all of that is in place, all of that is sitting squarely on my
0: desk. Yeah, and here you are doing a podcast with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> priorities,
1: the important stuff.
0: Exactly. Well, that's exciting. Okay, so now we have a second shift going on. We've grown 70%. Okay, so I know you won't tell me the secret, but what do you think is, besides the growth in in your industry and the demand for that, what do you think is is changing? Do you think it's because you're a woman in manufacturing? Are you you the sales force? Is your dad in it, not in it?
1: Um, So Ken is not actively involved um, in it, you know, pretty much since 2007 since we broke it off okay. um you know he he really wanted to build a team that we could uh be independent from from needing his guidance i mean certainly we seek to him and his expertise right. from his years in the in the business and, and the knowledge and, yeah oh it's there's just there's so much knowledge there um so many of the manufacturers around us ha- are also seeing growth. Okay. Um, you know, so I don't know if it's a more um, positive manufacturing atmosphere. I think it um, is. You know, we have uh, we have called it the Trump up around the around the shop, and um, you know, it's. It's
0: like the year of manufacturing. You know how they say, like yeah. the year of the dragon. Uh-huh. I feel it's the year of manufacturing. I, yeah. I hope it, it just continues. It definitely that way. feels
1: like it's it's a resurgence. But um, you know, in, in regards to the sales and and the and the customers, I am um, getting
0: out there more. I'm able to get out there. Uh, I recently rep.
1: Uh, participated in the Goldman
0: Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program. It's so exciting. So I want you to tell us about that because I had no knowledge of this at all. I didn't even know it existed. I'd never heard of it. So this was news. Yes.
1: this It was an amazing program that a childhood friend of mine had gone through, and um, she said, oh, you really need to check this out. This would be a great fit for you and i applied last fall and started um in i was in cohort 20 um in chicago for the the Goldman Sachs program and just a really really intense program from january we graduate january started january 4th graduated april 27th okay and um it just takes us through and breaks down every different piece of your business and um increases your depth of understanding um helps you develop a cohesiveness and a a, a growth plan and a vision um for your company moving forward okay the main goal of it is to build a growth for your company that has been you know fully researched and is fully supported from financials through processes you know what do you need for human resources it just you know looks at that from and forces you to really dive deep into that from from all aspects
0: it's incredible.
1: And, um, it really, it, it's been such an incredible, um, incredible experience. It's really uh, given me a, a huge shot of confidence in my arm and going out and talking to customers and sharing my family story um, of you know growing up in manufacturing. That uh, before Goldman Sachs, I, I didn't really share that a whole Mine. lot. Do you think it was? Were you embarrassed? Do you think? It yeah, was, I you know I didn't want to be seen as the boss's daughter. I mean I'd spent my whole life being the boss's daughter. Right. And I I I didn't want to be seen
0: as the that. boss's daughter. I, 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 totally I wanted get it. to um, I wanted
1: to earn my place on my own merit. Good for you. And um but, but people I but what I'm finding is that the story can add to my merit. As to well. the value. Yeah. I think
0: to say whether it's second generational like mine is and yours is third generational, it's just amazing to hear that that does exist. Mm-hmm. There are women who are taking over their father's or grandfather's companies and we're doing some big things with it. And and honestly, people like to hear when we get when
1: we're not afraid to get in there and get our hands dirty.
0: Yeah. So. And coolant
1: and smelling and, like coolant. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the greatest thing.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, the, yeah, the Goldman Sachs program, it's just really um, – I, I have not had a chance to even start implementing my growth plan because of the growth that we're already experiencing. Yeah, you don't even need a growth plan it's 70%. <laughs>
0: oh, no, I absolutely
1: do. I absolutely do. The sky's the limit. That's right. World world domination. Oh, good. Not, I am like not going to stop short of that.
0: Okay, so what else did do they do? Do they do marketing? Is it negotiations? All of it. Wow. All of it. All of it. Okay.
1: Um, we, we have – uh, negotiations Clinics with um, Maury Tahiri-Poor. I hope I didn't just butcher her name. <laughs> um, but she uh, she teaches negotiations at Wharton. Ooh. And she's very involved with the um, NFL and okay. um, the draft and all of that. But she's absolutely phenomenal. That was actually the one, um, one of the um, – one of the mods that I was looking forward to the most was negotiations. Yeah, yeah, I just
0: had never um, had any formal
1: sort of instruction in that. And, I don't think anybody uh, has,
0: right? Because a lot of times you're just quoting, and if you get the PO, it's 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 a sign of beret. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, and she was phenomenal.
1: And you know, my, my one of my biggest takeaways from her was, you know, ask for what you want, not what you think you can get. And the, and that the word no is just the start of the conversation. It's not the end of it. Ooh. Well, I do love the word no. <laughs>
0: it is probably my favorite thing to say. <laughs> so I would have no problems doing that. Yeah. That's incredible. Yes. Okay. So they teach you all of that stuff, and then you – so it was from January to April. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what do you think outside of you getting all of this confidence and have you been implementing all of this stuff into the company yet? Well, it, it's
1: organically just become part of how I talk about the company. Okay. Um, you know, recently as we've been adding this second shift and I've been doing the interviews, and it really helps me to um, articulate in, um, in, a, in, in an effective manner not only the vision for the company and where that vision comes from, um, but it helped me to articulate the, um, you know, the metrics that we use within the company to measure how well we're doing,, yeah. and the different ways that we support mm-hmm. that metric. Um, you know, our, we measure ourselves on on time delivery. And so based on that, we have um, weekly meetings with the entire um, with the entire crew. And we go over, you know, A, did everything ship on time last week, B, what's supposed to ship this week, and does everyone have everything that they need to make, make that happen, whether right. it's materials, whether it's fixtures, whether it's, you know, my there's a bearing on my machine that's starting to make a little noise, so we need to look at that. Um, you know, it's, it's all based in that conversation. We have a a quarterly bonus program that has both a team and an individual element to it. Is that new? Um, we are about three years into that. Okay. Um, but the team, the team aspect of it is that on-time delivery. Did every delivery go out on time or did someone raise their hand in order to, if there was a, going to be a blip in the system to give. Me enough time to effectively communicate that to our customer, so um, so it, our customer could make adjustments if that was absolutely necessary.
0: That's incredible. So the incentives, I know it's, it's three years old, but is it gift cards? Is it it's it's pay bumps and all of that stuff? It's the Trump bump that everyone is really excited about. <laughs> it's it's just it's a quarterly bonus. That's awesome. And
1: um, you know we. We try and take care of our people. We gross it up. So when we say, you know, we met our goal, we met our goal and here's your bonus. And, and that's the actual dollars that they get to take home to their family. Wow. Yeah.
0: You're doing some good stuff.
1: I'm trying to trying good to, take, stuff. Trying to, to take care of our people.
0: Well, right. I mean, we're all complaining that we don't have them. Right. So when we do have this,
1: they are hard to find. Yes, yeah. They are hard to find, but yeah. you know what?
0: This, this last,
1: round of um of interviews has left me really hopeful i I, are they young they are young
0: they are young young as in like just getting out of high school no
1: um no like 20s
0: 30s oh yeah that's still
1: young Um, yeah you know when you're looking around a shop of 50 and 60 year olds you know it's definitely changing the culture on the shop floor to have all these young guys coming in. Yeah. Um, but everyone seems to be melding and um, respecting each other very well. That's so. good.
0: And I feel like the the newer blood comes in and they like all the technology, mm-hmm. right? They like that stuff. They are totally in, involved with the incentives. They like seeing those kinds of benefits and programs. So yes. I feel like you're on the right track. Yeah.
1: Well, and, you know, we have a paperless shop. We have um, workstations at every machine. So um, all of the... Work instructions, all of the um, time card, you know, everything is is online, and and I think the younger guys are a little bit more acclimated.
0: Yeah. Than that. the than the older generation. They they've learned it very well. Yeah, they've learned it very well
1: because um, you know we we implement we implemented that starting um, right out of the gate in two thousand seven. So they've had they've had a couple of years under their belt. With oh, it. that's good.
0: I just yeah. did mine two years ago, and that was okay. a massive struggle for my dad, who is seventy five. <laughs> So how your Ken just was out of it, my Ken was just like, what are you doing to this company? So that was, it was quite the oh, opposite. Ken Ken is all on board with the
1: uh, with the electronics. And, mm. um, and and I've fielded more than one phone call from him on, on trying to help him work through those
0: things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't get my email. Uh, send, receive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll reset your password. That's right.
0: That's awesome. So. Wow. Okay, so second shift, we're growing now. Your son is working for you, so yeah, he's running machine, and he never has, right? He um he
1: he worked for us two years ago, okay, and um, just helping. We had a new machine that we had added to the floor. He was helping to paint it while the insides of the machine were being rebuilt. Okay, you know we'd taken the um, top off, and he was helping to paint that. Um, we also, you know, harvest the sludge from the carbide that we um, that we grind. So he he got a little dirty uh, shoveling, you know, dried out sludge into 55-gallon barrels awesome. so we can recycle it. You know, learned learned a good hard uh, day's what a hard day's work is. Yeah. Um, this summer he was sort of um, waiting for some answers to come in, and uh, I had a an operator that was uh, traveling abroad for a couple weeks, and I said, hey, you know, if you want to make some money, um, you know, we can train you to run a machine, and he said, yeah, I'd like that, and uh, he's he's enjoying it. He's enjoying it. He he sort of plays games with him, you know, to see how, he times himself on how fast he can switch
0: out the fixtures. I uh, think that's really cool. Yeah. You can't really teach that. That's something that's inside of you. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so And he did find stuff, didn't he? He said that there was supposed to be you could bump up the fees, right? Isn't that what he well, said? Well, he, he, he,
1: in his opinion, oh. um, you know, and this is coming from a 19 year old, a very energetic 19 <laughs> year old that, um, you know, that our expected rates could be a little bit higher, mm. uh, but uh, I'm going to have to see how his rates were. He worked like a 13 hour day yesterday. Wow. So I'm going to have to see how tired he got, you know, see if how his rates, trended throughout the day
0: okay and see uh, it dipped a bit yeah because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone gets tired of course Especially like long, 13 hours that's a long day it's a yeah, very I, long day I, I i was not part of that decision. that was his yeah oh well, you know what look at him maybe he's got mom's jeans after all working oh, he's got at least half of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's very true yeah okay so we've got that covered and we've talked about goldman sachs Yeah. all right what else are you doing are you involved in stuff? Oh, what am I? I feel like I'm
1: involved in in so many things. Um,
0: so I know we have the women's. Yeah. We, like, we have our little women's forum, entrepreneurship encouragement. Yeah, and and just trying to find other
1: locate other women um, in manufacturing and just build sort of that the the tribe of of uh, of strong women in manufacturing and and you know that's sort of an oxymoron because if you're a woman in manufacturing underlying you are a strong woman yeah I mean because that's just that's just what it takes but um, I've just so enjoyed getting more involved in the women's um, you know in going to different women's manufacturing events and the more of them I meet there's just a common thread that uh, I think sort of bonds us all together.
0: And what yeah. is it? Because, you know, I was trying to think about it. Like, we're all strong, right? We're all running our companies. So I feel like we all have a good sense of humor. Yes, Because you have to. You have to. With all of the debauchery that goes on in our days. Because <laughs> there's always something.
1: Oh, every day every day is an adventure. That's for sure. And if you can't laugh through it, there's no hope. You better get out. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: not the right place. <laughs> So we have that. What else do we bond about?
1: Mm, just, um, I think, being straightforward. Yeah. Um, you know, the tenacity that it takes to do this. Um, you know, developing our, our visions for moving forward and um, just overcoming challenges and just solving those problems one step at a time.
0: Yeah. And I think we also champion other women, too. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, we've all kind of gotten a bad name that we don't do that. But I feel like in this industry, we like to champion each other and and push each other up and forward. I mean, just joining our group, even though we're a small group, uh, it's amazing how I walk away and I feel so energized. And Mm -hmm. like what you said to me today, just even in this podcast and and what we had earlier with Stacia, um, I can't wait to like implement some of these things. It's exciting.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, well, and it's important to learn from the people around you. Everyone has something to teach you. Yeah. Um, and you just listen and, and take that in and apply it, um, you know, when the, when the time is right. They're all just
0: it's adding tools to your tool belt. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's for, like, the other women. I think it's important for them to get involved in other organizations to find a good group. Oh, you have to find your tribe. You do. You have to find your tribe. Absolutely.
1: And, um, you know, even if it's just, you know, someone to say, oh, my God, you know, this happened, I'm so frustrated, you know, to have someone say, yep. I've been have, there, I've, done that. I've, I've been there. You know, this is how I handled it. This is how it turned out. And, and you know, help you to, to choose your, your
0: next step to, um, you know, t- just to keep moving forward. Yeah, so. I think it's so important. I I was so thankful to be a part of the women in TMA Um, because that's where I met Stacia Mm -hmm. and you. Um, We met some other ladies too. And then we kind of broke off from that and did our own thing. Yeah, Uh, And it's nice that we have our little paper where we kind of talk about, you know, are we attend 10 today? Is our business attend 10? You know, where are we on the spectrum of things? What gives us energy? What doesn't give us energy? Where are we looking forward to? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are our concerns? Uh, and it's nice that we do that in the beginning. And it, it's like a self-evaluation that I think that we should be doing more often.
1: Right. And that self-check-in, but also, you know, doing that in a way that you're sort of held accountable to, to those around you. Of You know, if, if I'm saying the same thing for five months in a row, you know, one of you are, would say, um, "Okay, it's time to move. Time to make a move on this." And, right. And, Stop and, stalling. And, Figure right, it out. Right, yeah. Right. Um, so you know that that is invaluable. Or you're having a challenge and you need someone to help you unpack it and get down to the core of of what the issue is. Whether it's um, a challenge with an employee that uh, you know does this employee need more coaching? Do they need um, boundaries? Do they, you know, what what is it, um, you know, that uh, that needs to happen in order to rectify the situation and and help provide some
0: clarity? Yeah, to to see your way forward and those um, tools and everything. Yeah, because sometimes we forget. You know, we can't do everything. We tried. Yeah, we it's, try. It's hard. Yeah, I think that's why we burn ourselves out and we get so frazzled, right? And we come in here and it just is. I, I at times I explode because I just. Sometimes it's just it's too much. Yeah. I want to take on too many things. Yeah. So yeah. like you said, it's good to have that self-check-in and, and that self-awareness and figure out where you are and, you know, can you pass this off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is, is this where your time is best spent?
0: And a lot of times, no. <laughs> well,
1: if someone else can't, you know, if there's something that only you can do, that's what you should be focusing on. Right. You know, if there's something that only you can do and that's what you're best at, that's, that's sort of the center of your bullseye. Right. To aim for, and the rest of the peripherals, you know, is, is there someone around you that is better suited to take on that task, either because it's a particular passion or skill of theirs? Yeah. Um, or do you, you know, do you need to just outsource it so you can focus on growing the business? And
0: um, and clearly, at seventy percent, you are you are definitely doing that. <laughs> well, I do love getting
1: on the plane. Yeah, love going to see customers and and meet them face to face. And I think so much of that is is lost these days with uh, with email and you know it's so easy. The relationship that we're missing. It's yeah, it's so easy to communicate electronically now. Um, but you know it's important to to build those relationships and get that face time. And and I've really been enjoying um, my time on the road. In fact, I'm flying out to Boston tomorrow. So I know. Yeah. And you have a
0: stack of stuff to do. Well, and I'm really excited it? that you're you're here with me. <laughs> well that's why I have a
1: you know, I have my phone, I have my iPad in my purse I've Yeah. been known to, you know, take it out when you have five minutes waiting for an appointment and can shoot get... up a quick email. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Get something marked off the list. Okay, so you're going to Boston for a show? It's a uh, um, robotics summit. Out in Boston. Okay. And um, so it's just I'm going on a uh, sort of information finding mission. Cool. Um, just trying to learn more about uh, development within the um, robotics industry, not just not just medical surgical, but as a whole, and to see where um, where we can fit into that picture moving forward. Are you gonna do any trade shows? Um, you know, we have not had real good luck at trade shows. Um, before you know the our, our target market they aren't at it's too so specialized key. yeah yeah so um you know we've done that but it usually ends up in with me going around to the booths of the people that are my target customers but I'm trying to sell to their salespeople.
0: <laughs> and they don't want to talk to me at, at all at right. all yeah at all like you know
1: I, I know I hand them stuff and I'm sure they're dropping it straight in the bin probably and <laughs> I put out, you too right um so um you know so no we're we're getting ready to launch some more um targeted online marketing okay um to you know get our
0: name in front of the right people um for us to continue our growth moving forward i can't i swear i need to figure out what you're doing because 70 percent that's just that's bananas, well, bananas.
1: It, it is bananas and some days it's Scary. Um, yeah, but, uh, but so far we've been, you know, we have a great team. Everyone's been, um, you know, putting in extra hours and, you know, thankfully we've got the other shifts starting. So that'll lighten up some of the overtime that, um, that my day guys have been pulling and, you know, we're bringing in lunch for everyone every Friday, um, just as sort of a thank you for, you know, thank you for all the extra hard work, um, that you've been doing and, you know, each each shipping period, we seem to break less the previous record for for shipping. And, wow! Um, so it's uh, it's exciting stuff, but uh, you know, all hands are on deck. You have to at all this point. All hands are on deck. Yeah. And uh, they could, you know, our, uh, one of our customers could pull back at any moment. Um, but I've got this growth plan that I am that you know is sort of ready and waiting. Okay. And, Gonna you know, gonna keep mo- moving forward on that now that the night shift is all hired and that and that piece is I've sort of I'm moving that off of my plate to make room for getting into the growth plan because that's gonna take some time to get that rolling in yeah.
0: revenue dollars. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it just doesn't happen overnight. No, nothing no, no, does. No. So you think the Goldman Sachs thing is something that other people should look into? Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, we had um, we had. Twenty-seven scholars um, in our cohort. Oh my goodness! And when did you ever find those? <laughs> such a um, such a diverse group. I was the only manufacturer in the group, but the oh. program that they have, it is applicable. It can be applied and sort of tweaked to any host of um, of businesses. We had uh, ice sculptors and architects. And, um, oh, you know, dance studio owners and hair salon owners. There was a dog walker and, um, you know, strategic planners and insurance, um, you know, insurance agents. So there were so many different, um, you know, products and services, uh, you know, IT services. We hired our new IT company. Through Um, that cohort? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Our new IT company was one of my um, fellow scholars, and wow. um, that's working out just really, really well. So um, it was a wonderful program. Such a diverse group of people. Such an energetic group of people. Um, the cohort is is carried out down at the um, uh, Harold Washington College. Okay. In, in, the, in the loop, the instructors down there were just phenomenal. I mean, you just left every every day that you went into class, you were both drained and energized at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. Um, um, so it is, it is, if you, if you have a small business, it is well worth this. It, it is an investment of your time. Okay. Um, you know, just explain to your, to your family that. <laughs> you got
0: to do this. Anytime that you're not at work, you're
1: going to be working on your growth plan. There you go. Um, so you might be MIA for a couple months, but, um, but it is, it's so worth it. I mean, the metrics that they have, I think it's 69% of their um, alumni show increases to their revenue within six months of, um, of graduating.
0: Clearly. Yeah. You have blown past that. (laughs) That is so exciting. I, I think it's wonderful. I think what you've done is not just courageous, but it just brilliant. I think it's so cool that you just took it on. Yeah, it
1: was it was a it was a challenge. You know, the first couple of weeks in the in the class, I kept waiting for um, someone from Goldman Sachs to tap me on the shoulder and say, so "You're out." <laughs> we made a mistake. You really don't belong here. And um, the more that I went through it, the more confidence I developed. And no, I I do know this, and I've, I've and I do I've, deserve to be here. I've grown up yeah. with this, and and I I know more, and I can speak about it better than I gave myself credit for.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So the last one, where do you see manufacturing going in the next few? Oh,
1: well, you know, definitely uh, automation is going to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've, we're looking at adding some um, some automation to our shop floor, but okay. in the light of, um, of backing up our, our operators and taking over for those, you know, the repetitive motions that they're, that they're doing every day. And um, so taking the things out of their hands that something can be done mechanically yeah and um, you know where where you need human input, you know focusing their expertise on that. So um, you know it, it's just phenomenal to see manufacturing um, coming back here in the states and, and all the manufacturers that are hiring and um, the the educational programs that are growing and thriving at the high school level and yeah. the um, community colleges um, it's it's just incredibly exciting and uh, that's probably one of the next things on my list is to get involved in uh, oh, I can help you get involved. In
0: yes. I can I, help uh, you uh, get oh, involved. I know you can. I know you can. <laughs> I've got a few high schools that you, you can come with me on. You, you paved the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, and that's fun when you see the the high school kids really start to get engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, I hired a an intern that's starting with me. I think June second, whatever that first week of Monday is. Uh, fourth. Okay, thank you. See, I don't even know. I don't even know well, anymore. I
1: only know because my youngest graduates high school on the third, and it just ah, there we go. Okay, so <laughs> the
0: fourth uh and and she's she was taking medals one and uh she's a sophomore Uh and she's going to be a junior and so she's going to start doing some r&d but on the more on the office side because she's not allowed to touch the machines, she's not old enough but it's really incredible how she knows how to inspect parts she's going to start helping with some CAD and, and some engineering aspects and you now at 16, it's exciting to see these girls that are taking these shop classes. Yeah. The sky is the limit. Well, I remember having woodworking class, and I loved it. Yeah, to tinker. Yeah.
1: I love tinkering. Yeah, they well, took all that making, stuff out. I loved making things with my hands. Yeah. Um. You know, I liked the learning the lathe, and, you
0: know, my mom
1: still uses the cutting board that I made for her in seventh grade. Aw.
0: <laughs> That's the best. So, Yeah. There's nothing that gives you more pride than when you make something yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's really nice to start to go to these high schools and see that there's girls in the class. It's it's exciting stuff. I'm yeah. very, I'm, yeah. I'm proud, I'm thrilled to see it. Happy to see the, the maybe the stigma being re- reduced on that. Uh, you know, it was interesting. So last year there was a couple girls that dropped out. But the reason when I came to talk to the girls right before they dropped out uh, was that they didn't like that they were by themselves in each class period. So they had they stuck one girl, oh, and so you would have like a classroom okay. of like ten to fifteen boys, and then you have this one young girl. Yeah, uh, it's intimidating. That could be challenging. Yeah. Yeah. So they've learned their lessons um, on the counselor level that uh, there's going to be girls, if it works with their schedule, to to group uh, them together. To, yeah. yeah. At least have two. Mm-hmm. So they can buddy up and pair together, and they don't have to feel so isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's working. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So it's exciting. Yes. Yes.
1: So now we can just hope that uh, more people see the value of the of the trade schools cause Yeah. the you know, and having I one child who just finished his first year of college um, at Purdue, and another who is getting ready to graduate, and um, you know, just sort of living in that area and seeing those kids. You know, four-year four-year degree is not for everyone. No. And um, you know, the the schools push it pretty hard. Yeah, they do. And um and I I'm not sure that that's in the best interest of the kids. You know, so um I'm I'm always happy when I see the articles um going around about um, that the value is being maybe recognized a little bit more yeah. in the
0: trades because there's you can make a really good living. uh, You know, benefits are incredible. No debt. I mean, just hearing those words, you know, put together Mm -hmm. is the ideal situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And after, you know, a couple
1: years of school, you can be making more than what some of the kids are making coming out of college. Yeah. With a four-year degree. And And working at Starbucks part-time. Right. Yep.
0: And half a million dollars in debt or, you know, depending where they went. So. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. manufacturing. I love yeah. where it's going. I'm excited. I love seeing more women involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they're getting involved at a younger age. That they want these internships. I mean, yeah. I thought for sure that when I put out the application, that no one would really sign up. I have three girls: one from Lake Zurich, uh, one from McHenry, and one from McHenry College. So I got to figure out what am I going to do with all these girls? Because I, I, you know, I, ha- I have to, you know. I, I said I was going to do it, so now I have to right. figure out what I'm going to do, right? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I got to do one June, July, and August, so it'll be great.
1: Okay, great way to break that up, right? So
0: everyone can get some experience in there and and just it's about learning what
1: what ignites your passion. Yeah,
0: you know, maybe just thought it was manufacturing and it's really not, right? Or or vice versa, or, or different areas of manufacturing, <laughs> right? Because there's so many different avenues, right? Like if R and D is You've, uh, inspection, you have quality control. You do have the machinist aspect. Mm-hmm. You have APAR. You have marketing. You, you have, have programming. sales. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole, the whole gambit. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a place for everyone. Yeah, there is. Well, I know you have so much to do, and I could talk <laughs> to you forever because I have been literally since 1 p.m. today.
1: Yeah, we we'll how gone
0: out <laughs> about four hours. Now. Sounds about right for us. Um, Thank you so much for doing this with me. I Absolutely. really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank I appreciate you for the your, invitation. Oh, my gosh. All day long. I appreciate your insight and, and all the value that you add to, you know, not just this podcast, but for me personally and for my business because you do know a lot. And so I appreciate you, you know, parting those those words to me. I really do. Wow. So thank you. Well,
1: I think we all learn from each other. Yeah. we all have different experiences to put into the pot. Great. All right.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Women and Manufacturing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.